Welcome to The Laundry Hour, a podcast encouraging stay-at-home moms to fulfill their God-given and extraordinary purpose in their seemingly ordinary lives. I'm your host, Jamie Williams. Last time, we overcame hard motherhood moments by crying out to the Lord. But did you see my outgraced post yesterday? Yeah, well, I had a hard day after that episode. Probably so I could have some practical experience again. (laughs) But I had to deal with my emotions while hearing my own words ring in my head, which was kind of very weird to experience. As I tried, I realized that I was stopping and failing mainly because I wasn't speaking aloud, mainly because I uh, forgot to take my kids with me to the father or really I didn't want to um, because I needed my own kind of control. I still try to go to the father as mom and not daughter. That is really hard <laughs> and to, to do, you know, when you know what to do, but your body still does the thing you don't want to do, like Romans 7. It was staring me in the face yesterday, which is why I tell you, just because I say all these things doesn't mean I'm perfect at it. It's just something I feel like the Lord is, is telling me, and clearly, I definitely needed to hear it yesterday. Um... But it was interesting because these, these two concepts, um, one, surrender, that God is teaching me, but now this new one of grace came head-to-head together yesterday. When we finally surrender, we're humble enough to receive God's grace that is truly made perfect in our weakness. So if we still think that we have to have it all together and figure it all out, we can't accept grace because grace is only for the humble it's not for the proud and me saying I can figure it out Lord I can do it myself God I don't need you or I don't need to come to you as a child I can still come to you as a mom but just kind of like putting myself you know like on a on a peer level with him rather than coming to him saying no I desperately need what you have to offer me because I cannot do it then I can't get grace And I need grace, my goodness. So, I need to stop trying to have it all together and figuring it all out. And go to him humbly to receive his grace. In that, I will be strong. In that, I will be able to handle whatever is in front of me. So, I gotta let go to be built back up. So, if you have had any hard motherhood moments in the last couple of days... I am right there with you. Let's surrender and receive grace. Which brings me to the concept of biblical motherhood. To understand who we are and what our role is as mothers, we must ask the one who made us. So instead of trying to figure it all out and have it all together, we got to go straight to the Father and say, we need what you have to offer. Because you made us. Genesis 1 26 through 29, excuse me, talks about how we were made in God's image, how we were made to be fruitful, made to multiply, made to have rule and have dominion. 
man and woman were made in the image of God. Meaning, man and woman together reflect him equally. So there are certain things that are truly God in how a man lives as well as in how a woman lives. So what parts of God does the woman reflect? Genesis 2.18 talks about the woman being a helper. John 14.16 talks about how Jesus is leaving, but the Father is going to send us a helper, meaning the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God. We reflect God in the fact that we women are helpers to our husbands. That is our number one, number one role as a wife, to be his helper. Now Genesis 3.20 calls Eve um, the mother of all living or a life spring, a life giver. Now we already see in Genesis that all of life and all of creation come from God. And this is our number one, number one, my goodness, role as a mother to be a life giver. Now, <laughs> of course, we understand that. And, and some of us mothers didn't personally give birth. Um, some of us may have adopted or may have used a surrogate or may not have or excuse me, that's where I'm going, may be a stepmom, but you are still a mom even if you didn't physically give life. Because guess what? God gives life in so many more ways. So yes, how does God give life? God gives life physically. He gives life emotionally. Proverbs 14.30 says, A calm heart gives life. When our hearts are raging with emotions and fear, jealousy, anger, bitterness, all of those things, it is just weighing us down. It is not giving us life. Similar to my hard moment yesterday, um, and Wednesday, excuse me, I couldn't have life until I surrendered it to the Lord and received his grace. That calm heart, that emotional stability and security that the Lord gives is life to my bones. <laughs> Once I was calm, I felt so much better. I felt the fog lift. I could see, I could think, I could parent, I could smile. That was life. God also gives life mentally. Psalm 119.50, that we can have life through God's promise. It's so easy to go through life and forget what God has said to us. Um, forget to hold on to that truth and hope in it. Um, instead, we're looking at the things in the natural that um, are not hopeful. Uh, but we can trust in God's promise, and that can give us life. That can keep us to the next moment. I remember asking God one day, how is it that people patiently wait for things? And God said, because I give them little little snippets of hope along the way so when their hope has almost run out I gave them so I give them something else oh, and that just fills up their life tank for a moment until they're ready for the next one and the next one 
And that's how people endure the long waiting periods. We're in a long waiting period. We are waiting for Jesus to return. How do we remain hopeful? By receiving life through God's promises. By looking in his word. And there's a promise. He will come back. There's a promise. If you endure, you will receive eternal life. Here's another promise. If you seek me, you will find me. So we're looking for him. We're waiting for him. Let's spend our lives seeking him. Spending our lives enduring. Spending our lives hoping for his return. Oh, we will not feel like dead people forgetting that Jesus is coming back. No, we will feel like alive people eagerly waiting, anticipating his return. It won't seem that much that long anymore. It'll seem like like a treasure hunt, like an adventure because we're looking forward to it and we have things to do while while we wait. God also gives life to us relationally. In relationship with God, we have life as we long for to know him, as we long to be um, in his presence. Psalm 119, 159 talks about his steadfast love. I know that love gives you life because love gives me life. (laughs) Being in relationship with my husband, being in relationship with my family, being in relationship with my sister friends gives me life. And how does it give me life? The laughter, the community, the camaraderie, but also um, the moments where we have to discuss hard things and how we need to walk through them and and how to continue to pursue holiness and love. That gives me life too. Because if I'm in a community or a relationship that is not teaching me to be more like Jesus, then I'm not pursuing life, am I? Or if I'm not having community at all, I really have no one to point me to Jesus. Do I? Hmm. I know I'm saying a lot of scriptures, but I want to talk about our scripture verse for today. It is John 17, 3, and this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Jesus said this. He said, life comes from God, but life is found in knowing God. Life is found in knowing Jesus. So that takes us to the most important way that God gives life. He gives life spiritually and eternally. John 17, 2 talks about how Jesus has the authority to give life. Romans 4, 17, Romans 8, 11, both of them together talk about how the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us and he will give life to our mortal bodies. So thank you, God, for physical life at the beginning. Thank you for emotionally, mentally, and relationally giving me life as I walk through this life. But thank you also for because you sent your son, because we have Jesus Christ, we can have spiritual and eternal life. Now here's what's amazing. If you did not physically give life to your children, do you see how many other ways you can give them life? Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, relationally, eternally? 
Physical life giving is only one aspect of our job. That's just the beginning. Now, our job is to sustain, to nurture, um, and to lead them to Jesus, who will give them eternal life. All we can give them is, is mortal life. He can give them everlasting life. And we want them to have that. We want our children to live forever, right? Let's strive to give life to our children in every way, but also ourselves, because we are also his children and not just their mother. So to give life, we must be connected to God. We must be connected to Jesus, the life giver. In every motherhood moment, we need to be connected to him. We can't give life if we are dead. I'll say it again. We can't give life if we are dead. I had a hard motherhood moment. Why? Because I tried to do it without the life giver. Once I surrendered and accepted his grace, we were connected again. Does that mean that I was emotionally over everything? No. Does that mean that I handled everything perfect? No. Does that mean that um, the hard moment was magically over? No. It just meant that I actually had a fighting chance (laughs) because I was connected to the one that gives life. We, as women, as mothers, were given the wonderful responsibility to reflect God in the fact that we are to give life in every way. We cannot do that unless we are connected to the one who gives life. Can you pray this prayer with me? Lord, thank you for giving me life. I want to always be connected to you. For my children, but mainly for myself. I'm dead without you. I can't do anything without you. You've designed life to be when I know you. Help me get to know you more today and every day to experience that life that you died to give me and to share that richly with the children you've entrusted to me. I love you, Dad. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe. If you loved it, please share. Next time on The Laundry Hour, we will continue part two and take apart some of those practical ways we can give life to our children in those different areas. We will speak specifically on emotions. (laughs) But also, these tips of how to give life are not just for our children. They're for our husband. They're for our sisters. They're for our brothers. They're for our mom, our dad. They're for everyone that we encounter. We can bring life because our God brings life and gives life. So I'm excited to see you next time in the laundry room for the laundry hour. Love you.